What is up? Welcome back to Modern Day Marketer. This is your host, Brett McGrath. Excited to be publishing this episode on a week where we have an event, how to run laps around your competition with content distribution. Coming at you Thursday, November 17th at one o'clock. It has been distribution inception. I have been using content distribution to promote this event on distribution. So I want to talk a little bit about that. I bring Jonathan on the podcast to get his perspective on what's going on with the business, how content distribution plays a role, and talking more about this event. If you like what we're doing over here, follow, subscribe, hit all the buttons. Most importantly, tell a marketing friend you are enjoying Modern Day Marketer. Without further ado, let's kick it to the conversation. All right. What is up? Welcome back to Modern Day Marketer. Haven't had one of these in a few weeks, so no better time than now. Uh, Got Jonathan back on the podcast. We've got an event this week. I have been out there promoting it, doing, trying to do my job, hyping it up in all of those channels. This piece of content slash conversation is maybe one of the last uh, efforts to get you the listener or the audience member to register for it, to learn more about content distribution. So we're going to just talk a little bit about content distribution, the event, things that are happening. Jonathan, I know uh, it's Thursday as we're recording this. I'm beginning to get into the mode after we met as a team where it's like, I have no idea what day it is. I don't know if you're feeling that things are moving fast around here. Yeah, I am feeling that. It's uh, It's been a very busy week as we kick off our Q4 and uh, welcome to a new team member and just have some momentum and end of year energy that we're trying to take advantage of uh, and make the most of. So, you know, I think this time of year is always, it feels like you've got a pre-Thanksgiving sprint, a pre-holiday sprint. And then for us, January marks the end of our year. So January is kind of a sprint as well. So it's making the most of those sprints so that uh, we can also slow down and enjoy some time off this quarter. But so far, so good. I know we as a team talked about a future episode of having Chris on the podcast, which we're definitely going to do that. But maybe you went through the process of bringing Chris on board. Uh, maybe shed a little light on Chris. This is giving everyone a, a little bit of peek behind the curtain on our product leader. So I think that would be good. Maybe just share some perspective on who Chris is, and we'll get him on the show to talk a little bit about what he's been up to and kind of history in the past. So maybe shed some light there. Chris is incredible. So Chris and I uh, had been talking for probably three or four months prior to him officially starting. And the story I shared with the team and Chris and I have talked about, I think, you know, it's, he's come on board as our VP of product and engineering, Um, you know, pretty big role for our team and, and pretty big step in his career, not from a seniority level or anything, but just joining a business at our stage and our size is, is there's some inherent risk with that. Right. And, uh, you know, he certainly didn't need to do that. So given all that though, I think we both knew after our first kind of 30 minute coffee conversation that we had first time we had ever met, I think we both knew it was the right fit for both the business and him. He's got incredible MarTech background. He's even got some media background that is unique to what we are building at the Juice. So uh, it just, it was perfect kind of Venn diagram of his interest and experience. And then uh, the right fit for our team as well, culturally. And it's been, it's been like a bolt of energy through the business, which I think is the ultimate compliment for a new hire. So I just had a conversation with him about an hour ago as he's making the rounds and you know, trying to source feedback, trying to understand, uh, probably assess his assumptions. 
And we got down this rabbit hole of talking about content distribution, which is our primary topic and will be the primary topic for this conversation. But it was, I could tell the uh, his advancement and the, his experience in the space by already suggesting things that he is thinking about distribution down the road. And I would like say to him, I would say, hey, like, as I'm thinking about what's possible with our platform when it comes to distribution, these are the things that I have been thinking about for some time. And it's incredible you being two weeks or so in already planning for those things. So I think fit is a good word. So I'm excited for him to kind of assess what we've been up to, successes we've had, gaps that maybe we have and figure out how he can take his skills and make what we're doing better, not only for our team internally, but most importantly for our members and customers. Agreed. I I told him, I told a few people on our team, there's going to be several times in the course of, I think, Chris getting on board and getting familiar with the the team and what we do that he's probably going to make us feel pretty dumb in all the right ways, uh, you know, based on his experience and his expertise and fresh perspective. We're going, he's going to question things that, are, have just become habit or status quo for us that uh, I think will benefit from really fresh perspective and fresh set of eyes. And I think that's already happened on a few occasions. So uh, it's been a, a really fun week. It's always good to have the fresh set of eyes. Okay. So let's get into the event. This event is going down. If you're listening to this, when this comes out, it's going down this Thursday, November 17th. We're a week out as we record this. It's always weird to get the timing down at one o'clock. There's a link in the show notes. Sign up if you're thinking, getting started, want to get better at content distribution. I have tried to be as mindful and thoughtful as possible to curate the right type of people for this event with the right topics. So we've been promoting this for about two weeks so far. You know the guests, you know the like topics and subtopics. What would you just say just so far about like us getting doing this event? promoting this event, getting behind this topic? Like what have your observations been so far as just the CEO of the juice? I'm going to maybe swerve a little bit and say like, (laughs) what I've observed is that like, there was no strategy for this. And now I'll pause there. I know that sounds crazy to say out loud, but like, this was not an event for an event's sake. This was not like, Hey, we have a November month spot we have to, or a November event spot we have to fill. It wasn't like this is some um, predisposed event strategy. Rather, it was, hey, a lot of people are talking about content distribution. There's some people we know that are experts on it. We think we can support it as well. Like, why don't we share that with our audience, right? Like it, it wasn't, we're not doing an event for event's sake. We're not doing an event because of the outcome of the event. Now, certainly, I'm not going to sit here and try to trick anybody. Certainly, we hope there are positive outcomes for everybody involved. But like, this wasn't something we forced ourselves or our partners into. This was something that was like, hey, something's going on here. Let's let's get some experts together and let, let's share what we know. And I think that very like organic, natural nature has paid off in the term in terms of number of registrants and just kind of energy surrounding the event. So we always try to show our work and be as transparent as possible. And I'll put this in the show notes too, but I wrote an article about just how, how we're using distribution to promote the distribution event. I know distribution inception, it is what it is, but I don't know. I had to take a step back a little bit because Jonathan, I'd be lying to you to tell you, if you ask me how many people were we going to get to sign up for this event? I, I, there's no way in hell I would have said like, you know, near 350 people so far. I, that I just was not expecting that. 
So I think like the response based on the topic has been one thing that has stood out. But then as I kind of take a couple of steps back and think about all of the content and then all of the ways we've made sure to get this event in front of the right people and distribution being the power and the juice being a part of that, it's beginning to make sense where it's validating this strategy and it's validating this theory. So that that really has stood out to me so far. So like right topic and the strategy to promote it, which is the topic in a weird way has been on point. Yeah, I would encourage everyone to check out the posts you wrote this morning, Thursday. So yesterday, um, as you're listening to this on Friday, it's it's funny. It's it's how the juice uses the juice to distribute an event about content distribution. Uh, so there's like four layers of inception there, I think. Um, but it is it, it's true. It's uh, you know drink our own juice. Um, it, it's validating. It's rewarding. It's it's cool to see some of our hypothesis come to fruition. I I've been at businesses uh, where we weren't real good at using our own product for various reasons and. It's always cool. I, I use our product as a member uh, in researching things regularly and to use our product as a brand and for it to support how we grow our business. That's just, it's really cool to be able to talk to people about that. No doubt about it. And I think too, like this is, a, I, I'm like authoring the blend for this week and we have talked about this and I think I recorded a previous episode about it, but the, there's just, I, I call it the do more with less era in B2B marketing and how we are, we have entered that. And it's not based on anything we've done. It's based on forces that are way outside of our control as B2B marketers, but we are all being asked to do more with less and we have a decision to make. And that decision is either let's revert back to the old way and try to do the things we said we weren't going to do anymore, but go do them because we know it produces results that might not be quality, but it's results that we can share and talk about, or it's going this other direction and say, okay, how can I adopt a strategy that not a lot of people are doing right now that I, that if I double down and invest in this, it's going to allow me to do more with less and come to the sort of outcomes we want as a business. And that's kind of where I think content distribution fits in. So in the spirit of doing more with less, I'm not going to lie. We as a team see the list of people that are attending the event. And we want brands that are in that list to be customers of the juice. So we as a team meet and we talk about, okay, knowing what we know about everything, knowing what we can offer and knowing what who's on this list, like let's as a team talk about what's the best way to follow up with these people. So I know we're coming off the heels of that. So if you want to hit on like the do more with less and just talking about just like us as a team getting together and deciding like, how do we treat these people who just attended an event where they're going to want to learn more about what we're doing? Maybe just talk a little bit about that from your seat. Do more with less, I think is, is correct, right? Everybody wants to be able to do that. Um, I think it's also kind of a dangerous foot in the door of doing nothing. Um, I think, I think like, People say like, oh, do more with less. Okay, we're trying. Okay, we have less. Okay, that's not working. Okay, we're just going to like freeze and do nothing. And it becomes like paralysis for your business, right? I'm a big believer. And I know this is easier said than done depending on a business's situation. But now is the time to be opportunistic. I think doing nothing is extremely risky. And I think doing less is risky. I think now is the time to be really opportunistic and swim upstream a little bit. There's 
you know, if you do have budget or if you can create budget, you're now's a good time to buy the tools that you need. You're going to get good deals and good opportunities to do that. I think you're going to stand out a little bit more because everybody's trying to do more with less. And I think everyone, again, kind of reverts to the same two or three tactics, same two or three messages, same two or three channels. I just, I think it's a really like opportunistic market for really savvy marketers to zig when everyone else is zagging. And I, you know, we're doing that with events. We're doing that with some pricing and packaging we're offering and that's, that's working for us. So that would be my encouragement is, is to view this as an opportunity. And then you mentioned the attendees, you know, there are fits there and there are different types of fits within that audience. And, you know, we're going to do, we're going to share everything with them. We're going to, we've shared our playbook on how we distribute the event. We're going to share the recording with them. So like, hopefully we've already helped them be really good or improve at their roles. Right. But then we are really proud of what we offer and think we can continue that relationship and continue to help them in a way that will have positive return for them as an individual, as an agency, as a brand. And so we're going to be very intentional with the segmentation of the audience we do, the messaging that we send to them. And again, it's not like we are not just doing, this is not our November event that we're you know trying to create leads for. This is a topic that we care greatly about. We've got partners that care greatly about, and we know uh, the marketing universe cares about right now. So how do we support all of that? And uh, we've put ourselves at the center of it, and uh, we're going to see what comes of it. I was just talking with Elizabeth from Market Muse. And uh, something similar came up into our conversation where we were talking about quality and talking about how do we deliver, how do we, how do we in this era where we're having to kind of like do more with less, how do we not revert or how do we revert, not revert back to the way we used to do things and focus in on these tactics that are going to, you know, produce quality outcomes. And I think what I was encouraged by just in our conversation yesterday about the follow-up was just this idea of, okay, let's not just like send the same email out to the entire group, hoping for the best, but it's like, let's think a lot about the types of people, what they care about and customize the the follow-up strategy based on what we already know. So I know it's not exciting to do a bunch of manual work and digging through data. However, I think the expectations on the people that are getting reached out to are also higher than ever before. So doing that, whether it's an event, whether whatever it is that you're promoting, I think spending more time on the list and customizing the follow-up to best meet the needs of the different groups on the list can help you get the outcomes you want probably better than it would if you're just kind of sending a general note to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it's not easy, right? And I think the the classic cliche is do things that don't scale. I don't know that manually, you know, combing through and segmenting the event list will always make sense. Um, but for now, it's the right thing for us to do. It's the right thing for the audience of the event. And um, I think it will work better. And if it doesn't, then we'll adjust in the future, right? Uh, but for us, it's what we believe in and it's the right way for it to do it and, you know, kind of lean into our brand ethos as well. So for us, that makes sense. All right, let's close it out with this. You've seen the excitement and energy around this event on Thursday. Again, if you're not, go sign up. The link is in the show notes. Um, We've talked a lot about content distribution ever since I've been here, pretty much. What does something like this, a response like this, what does that indicate to you as kind of the leader of, of the business? I know we've been talking a lot about it. And uh, from a product perspective, we support this trend. 
how does something like this kind of evolve or kind of make you think about just the topic? It makes me believe nobody has it figured out, right? I think there's a lot of things in marketing that have grown to the point where it's like, okay, we know how to build a landing page or improve conversion. And I I think there's still things to learn there. And obviously people are always evolving in those those functions. But I think content distribution as pressure is being put on marketing teams to do more with less, as I think people are getting content creation fatigue from just creating content all the time. I think everyone kind of wants to take a deep breath and figure out how do you just actually do more with what you're already building, already creating. And I think there isn't like a universal truth in content distribution yet. I think there's a, there's a desire for that. And, you know, the right distribution makes content creation less important, but nobody's, I think, truly figured out how to do that yet. So that's an opportunity for us, certainly, as well as uh, other brands and, and other marketers. But I, to me, it just screams that nobody's quite figured this out yet. And a lot of people have an appetite to figure it out. How to run laps around your competition with content distribution. The title of that, I'll say, because I, I created that, it was intentional because your competitors aren't doing it. I promise mm-hmm. you. So do mm-hmm. so do it. So attend the event. It'll be this Thursday, November 17th at one o'clock, free of cost. Just attend, be there. If it interests you, content distribution, you want to learn a little bit more, I promise you the presenters and the speakers on this call will give you that information. Jonathan, thanks for coming back on. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brett. Sign up for that event. Link is in the show notes. Hopefully you are enjoying this podcast. Hopefully it is giving you some insight on what we're about at The Juice. And always make sure you check out those Friday conversations. This Friday, we got one with my man Tristan from Motion talking about podcasting and why you don't have to start a podcast to start a podcast or something like that. Take care. Talk to you soon.